Hey, what's up? This is Matt Dietz and this is Agency Launch. This is the show where I tell you what it's like to be an insurance agency owner and what it's like uh, from a day-to-day standpoint, the trials and tribulations and the highs and the lows and all the good and the bad. Um, I've been an agency owner now for 15 years and love it. I like insurance. I love running a business. Um, Real quick, check out my other podcast, Simply Explaining Insurance. I just released episode 151. It's all about product. And then also check out the course agencylaunch.net. I'm running a special right now where I'm giving you a free book called, uh, what's it called? Sorry, Rehumanize Your Business. Um, If you purchase my mini course on video email marketing, which you should be doing, if you have $5.90, you can get a free hardcover book, access to my course, become an expert on this, and uh, you'll make your money back in about three minutes um, once you realize the power of this strategy. Okay, so today is day three of my interview with Zach Burke, who's a newer agent out of Minnesota. And today I asked him, I said, Zach, how are you budgeting your money? That's something that new agents have to figure out. You know, what's your spend going to be? How thoughtful are you with how you spend your money? How do you decide that? It's really important. Business owners have got to be good with money, right? So he gives some thoughts on that. And then he asked me about how important mentors have been for me. And uh, I talk about some important mentors in my career and um, how uh, how important it is to get a mentor. And if you don't have one, how badly you're missing out. Um, Because this business is hard and you don't have to reinvent the wheel. And if you can align with somebody who you respect and who you like, it can really, really accelerate your career. So there you go. So here we go. Let's get on with the show. So yeah. So all right, you ready? Yep. All right. So so something that's tricky for new agents is is how, how do you spend your money? You know, you have a you have a budget you know, and you're bringing in money and you, uh, you know, how are you deciding how to allocate your funds right now? Because this is going to change too over, over the course of your career. But in your first year, you know, what are you spending your money on and how are you deciding to, you know, to, to budget? Yeah. And a lot of this, I think correlates with a lot of the stuff we've already talked about. Um, mentorship is huge in this area um talking to seasoned agents like yourself about what what they would recommend given the market now and what they would have done you know if they're you know when they were in my shoes or if they were in my shoes now um i will say the two things that stick out for me is the willingness to take risks and not be a penny pincher um Mm -hmm. has been vital and it's scary um It's scary to spend money early on, uh, especially if you're spending, you know, quite a bit of money on marketing, for example, um, and then investing in yourself, you know, in, in training programs or, um, whatever that looks like. And those are the things that I've been doing and it's honestly been uncomfortable and I've had to push myself out of my comfort zone. And, um, it's, there's been some uncomfortable conversations with my wife, honestly, you know, a couple months into the business, we're going to spend thousands of dollars on this marketing program and we're going to buy these leads here. And, um, it's, 
I don't know how else to say it. I, but I do say, I do think, and I've seen people that, um, try to not, not spend money at first and, and just be overly, um, you know, cautious. I, I think they, they don't, they fail. I, I guess I'll just be blunt. They fail. Um, you have to spend money to make money. Yeah. You know? It's one of the inherent risks that come with owning a business. Right. And maybe it's something that, that a lot of us weren't told or taught early on. You know, there's a financial risk to this. It's the same thing. I had a conversation with an agent a couple of days ago about hiring people. And I keep having this conversation on how to hire uh, employees. And a lot of people really want to do the, uh, you know, commission only route because it's low risk. They don't get paid unless they sell a pile. That sounds great in theory, yeah. but I, I have a heart. It doesn't, it, it can work, but it generally doesn't. I don't think it generally works to hire someone commission only. You know, if you have someone that's, that's going to be successful commission only, there's a chance that they're just going to figure that out and then go start their own shop, you know? Um, so, so the risk of spending, so, so what, what does that mean? You got to pay them a salary, which is expensive, but that's a risk that you have to take. This is the business that you got into. And so you're right. You have to spend money to make money. Um, trying to be smart with your money is, is super important. You don't want to be stupid with it, of course. Um, but there are calculated risks that you have to take when it comes to how you're going to spend your money and staffing and leads and marketing. Dude, all that stuff is trial and error. I've wasted a lot of money on marketing campaigns that I thought would work. Yeah. I was sold by a lot of people who said, Dietz, you need to get in on this because this is going to change your business and we're going to get you all this. And you spend the thousand or thousands of dollars and you're like, well, that, that didn't do anything, you know? And so, um, yeah, but if you do your research and you ask your mentors or other people say, Hey, look, I'm looking at maybe getting in on this. What do you think? You know, you can get some good feedback that way. And I know you're involved with the program. Um, that helps you generate leads. And I'm sure you talk to a lot of people before you invested. That was an expensive investment. Yeah. Um, but you have some colleagues and some peers that are succeeding in it and that are doing it well. And that's, that's important. If someone else is doing it and succeeding in it in your industry, there's no reason that you can't make that work either. So as long as you're doing your due diligence, that's the most you can do, you know? Yeah. And I'm glad you brought that up because you asked me about where the leads are coming from. And, you know, I just want to be transparent. I am doing many different things, you know, amongst which is asking people on Facebook messenger or texting people, or this morning I play in a pickup basketball game at five 30 in the morning at a local community center. And so I'm asking people there and giving out cards, but that's not all I'm doing, you know? So I did invest in, uh, a marketing program of sorts. Um, and to keep it brief, we basically target a unique way to gain real estate and mortgage lenders as referral partners. And yeah. that was one of my big early investments. I followed that program for a couple of years, you know, when I was a protege agent and I did, I did my homework in terms of talking to not only other people that were in the program before I bought in, but other people, from my company that were in the program, which I think is also important um, yeah. because the reality is there's a lot of programs out there that, you know, that are kind of scammy, you know what yep. I mean? And don't um, work and they could be the downfall of a, 
a baby business for yeah, sure. Totally. Very good. All right. What do you got for me? All right. Who has your biggest mentor or influencer in the insurance industry? I know you've had many. You know, it's been, there are, there are a handful that come to mind immediately. I, when I first started, I handpicked a mentor of mine who was, uh, I don't know, he was probably a year ahead of me. And he was, I could tell that he was the kind of agent that I wanted to be. You know, he was writing business. He was um, professional. He dressed professionally. He had an office space already. He had staff. And I looked at him. I'm like, gosh, I don't even, I don't know how close I am to even getting to where he is, but I really liked his model and his attitude. And he was just super positive and he was doing things that I wanted to emulate. And so I was, his name was Jim. And I told him, he was in my district, so it was easy. And I was like, Jim, you're my mentor. And he was like, yeah, let's do it. And that's one of the things you'll find within this industry is that like, people have no problem helping you out, you know? And maybe that's a misnomer. Maybe people think that, you know, that you're going to be bothering them if you're asking them questions. But like, it's, it's a sense of pride. If someone's coming and asking you for advice, like most people have a human reaction to want to help others, you know? And so, so whenever I had an idea, I was like, Jim, I'm thinking about doing this. What do you think? And he'd be like, I think you should do it. Or I would ask him, you know, I see you've got this going on. How did you build that? And he'd say, well, here's how I did that. Or I would come with an idea that was way out of left field and he'd say, you know, I wouldn't do that, you know. And so he was really helpful with helping build my confidence and help me kind of build the, the foundation of, of what I wanted to do. And then along the way, once I learned that people were open to giving advice, once I started going to some of these achievement clubs like toppers clubs and championship and all these other clubs where all of a sudden you're surrounded by the top 10% of the company and you spend three days with them at a conference, I'd walk, I'd come home with, you know, a handful of business cards from these, these peers of mine who were killing it. And I would call them up and they would take, like, I've talked to, you know, agents of the year for the entire company and they will take your call and they'll spend a half an hour with you. And it's so great um, to be able to have access to professionals who are, who are that high of a level and they're willing to give back because you know what, they did the same thing when they started, you know, we all stand on the shoulders of giants. Right. And so, yeah. um, so I would just say, you know, if you find, find someone who's got a similar personality, a similar drive, they're doing, they're, they're ahead of you. They're succeeding in a way that appeals to you and just connect with them. And they're happy to give you time um, and advice. So I've got a couple of others too. You know, I don't know if you know Troy Korsgaden yet, but he's a giant in the industry and he was with our company and he built a massive agency in a small town in California. I met him a long time ago. Um, and he's a, now he, he's in, he's built a huge consulting business. Um, and I just walked up to him in a room 10 years ago. He didn't know who I was, but I know who he was. And he was super gracious. We traded phone numbers and now I can call and text him whenever I want. And I only reach out to him with kind of higher level stuff, you know, at this point, but he calls me right back 
and it's just so awesome, you know? And so sometimes I just need him to give me a push, you know, Troy, I'm thinking about doing this. What do you think? And he'd be like, do it. I'm like, okay, if Troy thinks it's good enough to do, then I'm going to yeah. do it. Yeah. So, yeah. Mentors are a huge part of what um, can make all of us successful. So I would encourage anybody to start collaborating, you know, and it's only going to make you smarter and stronger and leaner and better. So. Yeah. And I would say too, with mentorship, um, somebody that's not just a yes, man, you know, somebody that will tell you when you have a bad idea and will tell you directly um, to your face that you're, you know, what you're doing maybe isn't the right thing. Um, and then it's up to you to be that coachable person that can accept that kind of feedback. Um, right. My best mentors, even outside of the insurance industry and just life um, are that way. And sometimes it's uncomfortable and it's not fun um, when you get told, that what you're doing isn't right. Um, but for me personally, it's absolutely necessary to grow. Um, yeah. and so I need that in, in business too, you know, um, yeah, yeah. Sure the, the pep rally is great too, but sometimes, um, I need to be told. Yeah. Absolutely. Isn't working. Well, there you go. Hey man, thanks Zach for coming on. We got three more of these to go. So we'll just keep pushing them out. And, uh, tomorrow we're going to talk about tomorrow. I think we cover what it's like to be a, business owner, a new business owner with a family. Um, Zach has, I think he said he's got four kiddos and, uh, and a wife who is helping him run the business. It's been an interesting year, of course. It's got, there's homeschooling involved and it's just kind of a big mess. And then we also talk about some time management and internet leads. I talk about internet leads, so you're going to want to get in on that. All right. Guys, thank you so much for listening and uh, keep up the good work.